Welcome to NFT Heat. Whether you're inside the industry or new to the NFT space or NFT OGs, we're going to provide you with the necessary NFT alpha to crush. We'll bring in the top guests and deep dive in how NFTs will transform the metaverse, social tokens, AI, the future of technology, everything, 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 everything. I'm Justin Shankaro, the quote unquote king of alpha. John? Yeah, I mean, Justin, you've said it so many times now. I mean, it has to be true, right? It's, I've manifested it. I've actually manifested it. Yeah. And I'm here with the the king of LinkedIn, the alpha king himself, John Kraske. We're having a blast. We're just having yeah. so much fun. We have an incredible, incredible guest on today's episode. This is going to be a good one. A real good one. We're going to get into, into him in a little bit. But in the meantime, we got to talk about some of your favorite conferences coming up. I know yeah. you love the conferences. What do you think about NFT LA in March, NFT NYC in April. There's Paris on the roadmap. What are your thoughts? Well, I kind of love it. So I'm going to be actually co-emceeing Paris Blockchain Week with my Ooh. good friend, the other Justin in my life, Justin Johnson and MoonPay. So we're going to awesome, be the co-emcees. I actually really have, I, I kind of teased it a little bit on LinkedIn, but I actually have not fully announced it. But by the time this airs, it'll already be public knowledge. Well, we so. break news here on NFT Heat, okay? You want to break yeah. news, you come on the show. Yeah, we're going That's to the massive. Louvre. We're going to the Louvre. That's incredible. Which is insane. Yes. So, And that conference is, uh, is stacked with Web2 and Web3 brands. It's it's the way a conference needs to be done. So the beautiful thing about it is, is it's the exact same dates as NFT LA, which is a complete rug of a conference. <laughs> These people literally need to go away. They are the epitome of the scammers, the cash grabbers, the liars, the thieves, the cheating, all the stuff that people hate in the space. What do, you, really, what do you really think about it, though, dude, John? They have a ticket for $2,500 for an NFT conference. This is insanity. You can, I guarantee you can get a ticket to the Super Bowl this year cheaper. It is, it is, it is bad. It's a bad look. It's a bad look. And I really hope you're not going to support it. And even like go to any of the side events or anything. I mean, you may, but I, I, I really would advise any brand that's even thinking or anybody thinking about attending, do not go. These people are bad. bad enough said. Bad. Enough said. John, John just, you know, pretty much encapsulated it. A month later, we got NFT NYC. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, know, you that's know, a little bit more fun. That, that's a tough one. So, I think you go to New York because there's going to be a lot of awesome people there. Yeah. But I don't think anybody even plans to go to the conference. I mean, they have 1,500 speakers. People are flexing that they're going to like speak in there. I mean, it's stupid. Yeah, I was I, a couple nights ago. I was at, a, at an event, and they were saying that literally even G Money's panel, who's the, probably one of the kings in the space, people are not even going to see his panel. So this whole panel thing done. Nobody wants to go. People are there to schmooze. They're there to make deals. It's the side events. It's the parties. It's the breakfasts. Yeah, yeah. You know, the good morning yeah. show breakfasts that are fantastic. That's where the real alpha is being made. So yeah. that's our that's our take on conferences. All right. We're going right to right. one of our favorite segments, Mint It or Kick It. What yeah. do you think, John? SBF pleads not guilty. Good idea or not. I mean, you know, why not? Why, I would, that's what I would have, you know, I would, I would plead the same thing. The reality is this. Yes. He obviously did some bad stuff, but there's plenty of blame to go around. I mean, I'm sorry, but due diligence? I mean, I come, like, my background is, like, in accounting. I used to work in public accounting for KPMG, Pricewaterhouse, I worked at J.P. Morgan. I mean, due diligence is, like, the first thing you do when you're looking at, like, investing or a business. It's insanity. There's a lot of blame to go around. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not, I'm not saying he is, like... Not guilty, but I'm also saying there's plenty of finger pointing that can happen. I agree. I'm not saying that there isn't, you know, culpability amongst all of these massive venture funds that put money in, 
But I got to say, I hate SBF. This guy has admitted to being guilty. He said it numerous times. He's been all over Twitter spaces. He's been on Twitter. Why is this guy tweeting? Please stop, bro. You are guilty. You should go away. I don't want to hear any more of his news. And the fact he pled not guilty, of course, he's going to have these high-powered lawyers. He's on bail for $250 million, just chilling in Palo Alto at his parents' pad. Here's my question. I went to Stanford. His parents are law professors at Stanford. How embarrassing is it for them? Their their son was like the king in the crypto space, and now he is like a pariah. I can't even imagine that they're still going into work every day and teaching at Stanford Law School. That is an embarrassment. So for SBF, kick it, kick it, kick it to the curb. That's all I got to say. I'm going to kick it too, honestly, because there's a couple opportunities that happened to me late last year. They disappeared because specifically this. So yeah, Yeah. I'm going to kick it. But I mean, yeah, but I'm also just like looking at a very logical frame of mind. And yeah, there's a bunch of other people that should probably be lining up behind him. Not only even a directly rated list, but just in the NFT Web3 space. I mean, all these like there's tons scammy of scammy NFT projects. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there should be a long line behind him getting ready to, <laughs> to head to the jail cells. All so, right. Okay. We're, we're in agreement. We're kicking, right. it, kicking him to the curb. Bull versus bear. Kids in the metaverse. Dangerous or... The future of learning. What do you think? Uh, yeah, man. The kids should not be going to the metaverse right now. Not yet. There's just not security enough. Yeah, there's just, it's, there's still just like too much sketchy stuff going on. So you can't put your kids in there quite yet. I mean, but maybe in 10 years, like, it, 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 there, you know, could be some opportunities. So I would say if you're going to like have your kids in any type of metaverse right now, Roblox is fine because that's, you know, but it's very web too. It's very family friendly, very safe. Got a lot of good data, a lot of users. I mean, th- yeah. So I would say, yeah, if Roblox can maybe introduce some educational elements in that platform, then I'm, I'm very bullish. No. I'm telling you, kids in the metaverse, that's the future. When I was in school, it was just listening to my teacher tell us what we had to memorize. You know, up on the blackboard, it was so boring. Now, imagine as a kid, you can be immersed in what you're learning from your teacher. There can be images coming out. You can have, you know, be in this metaverse and see numbers coming out and see stories and play games to actually learn whatever subject matter you're taking on. I'm super bullish. I think it's here. Forget 10 years from now, John. We're here right now. Kids in the metaverse. Yeah. I'm all for it. But, but I mean, what about the human element too, though? I mean, that's the other thing we're forgetting. I mean, you know, kids yes. do need to interact. I mean, I'm come on. I'm not saying that kids need, still need to be on the playground. They still need to be playing dodgeball and handball and going out in the park and going on hikes. I'm all for it. But in terms of learning, kids in the metaverse, game on. Let's go. Bullish? <sighs> not bear. <laughs> Bearish, <laughs> bullish. All right, fantastic. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to introduce you to our very special guest for this episode. We'll be right back with NFT Heat. Hello, everyone. This is John and Justin from NFT Heat. We're so excited to announce we partnered with Memento. Memento allows you the opportunity to capture moments, upload them as digital collectibles, and create your community. Download Memento now. Welcome back to NFT Heat, everyone. I'm here with John Kraske, my stellar co-host, the king of alpha. We're dropping some serious alpha on this episode. We have a very dear friend coming on right now to bring some heat, to bring some alpha, and let's go. So today's guest is Sean Ullman. Sean is a seasoned executive at the intersection of tech and entertainment with a focus on business development, marketing, and partnerships. He's the VP of Partnerships and Creator Relations for Blockchain Creative Labs, which John and I were big fans of. 
That is the Web3 division for Fox Entertainment. Yes, that Fox that has all those great film and TV shows. Welcome, welcome to NFT Heat, Sean. Thank you, guys. I'm excited to be here. It's uh, It's been fun watching y'all grow this uh, this show, and, and I'm excited to be a part of it. Amazing, amazing. All right, Sean, let's just get into it. Mint it or kick it on SBA, uh, SBF pleading not guilty? Yeah, so I, I would have to say... Um, I'm not really sure what his strategy is by pleading not guilty since he's uh, done several Twitter spaces, um, you know, admitting to committing fraud. But, um, you know, I I would I would say we're just going to have to wait to see what happens October 8th when the trial starts. But, um, you know, if if um, if he plead if he pleaded not guilty and he and, and if we find him guilty, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. I mean, how much time do you think he's really going to do that? What is it? It's I think be 20 like, years. 20, really? 20. That's a big number, it's man. Big, I mean, Elizabeth Holmes, I think they gave her... Eight? They gave her eight or nine. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and eight. then, but I mean, if you look at Madoff, like he got life, right? Yeah. So I think I, I the fact that this guy, by the way, do you know that SBF donated to one out of every three congressmen? One out of every three. So if there isn't like... It's just insanity. I think they're going to give him 20 years. That's my thought. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I'll okay. be glued to it when it comes out. But, Sean, we're in full agreement. All right. Bull versus bear. Kids in the metaverse. Dangerous or future of learning? Yeah, so I, I agree uh, with John on this one. I think we're about 10 years out. So I'm, I'm, bullish, on the, I'm bullish on the metaverse, but I think we're 10 years out. I think we need to see... Generation Z and Generation Alpha enter into the workforce more and start being able to make decisions for the younger generation. So when Generation Alpha starts becoming teachers, um, you know, Generation Alpha grew up on Roblox. So when they start becoming teachers, it's going to be second nature for them to start teaching in the metaverse. And so that's when I think it will take off. Okay, Sean, this is the first time I'm hearing this. Maybe I'm I'm behind the eight ball. But is the is the new generation? Is that Generation Alpha? That's the generation behind Gen Z. Uh, uh, generation Z. Ah, so that's, yeah, all right. That's, hey, even I'm learning on NFT Heat. But obviously, from our guest, Generation Alpha. Okay, I like that. Yeah. They're dropping Alpha. I like that new generation. <laughs> dropping Alpha. <laughs> all right. So we're in disagreement. That's all right. I'm bullish. John and Sean are bearish. That's how we go. Now let's go deeper into our fantastic guest, Sean. Let's find out a lot more about you and, you know, what brought you to Blockchain Creative Labs and your journey from technology and entertainment to this world of Web3. Can you take us on this process? Yeah. So uh, I started off in the William Morris mailroom um, working with actors and comedians. I really vibed with comedians. And so I had the opportunity to uh, run the Laugh Factory, which is on Sunset. This was uh, right before YouTube and MySpace really blew up. Um, and uh, we created the first ever digital comedy club at the Laugh Factory, where you were able to stream on your computer um, as if you were live on the Sunset Strip. And so uh, it was a lot of fun. Um you know, it was a good learning experience. The broadband was a little glitchy. Uh, so, you know, the business model didn't really work, but, um, it was, uh, it was a fun learning experience. And then from there, I started, I had the opportunity to work with Quincy Jones, 
And so I helped Quincy take all of his IP and move it into the digital world, which means, you know, back in 2007, 2008, when everyone was buying, you know, $11 ringtones and screensavers on their Nokia phone, I was trying to get our IP to be, uh, you know, some, to, to be that content. So, um, I've always tried to find a way to leverage technology to get, um, talent and IP to the masses. And so, uh, when Scott Greenberg, who is the CEO of Bento Box Animation that does Bob's Burgers and it's now a part of Fox Animation, he called me up in the summer of 2021 and said, Hey, I think Fox is looking to get into the Web3 space. Uh, what do you know about NFTs? I said, absolutely nothing, but uh, let's go ahead and give it a shot. So I definitely don't consider myself a DGEN. I would say I'm a more partnership um, relationship guy, but I'm definitely bullish on the technology of Web3. And you know, my main role is to get major brands and major IP to adopt to, to Web3. SeaWorld is a Web3 studio that is a spinoff of IOHK, the research and engineering company behind the Cardano blockchain. The co-founder of Cardano, Charles Hodgkinson, spun it out as an answer to getting involved in the ever-growing NFT space. SeaWorld focuses as a studio with investments in distribution platforms like the JPEG Store, which is the largest NFT marketplace on Cardano, along with other platforms like Metaverse, gaming, sports, streaming, and merchandising. By putting Wave Financial Group as the management behind it, SeaWorld looks to innovate and create not only new experiences with NFTs, but also to collaborate with NFT projects in the Cardano NFT community to shine a light and bring adoption from the many industries SeaWorld engages with. Let's love go. It. Amazing. Love it. Love it. All right. So, Sean, your partners with Dolly Parton, WWE, The Mass Singer, South by Southwest, many more. What do these partnerships look like when they partner with BCL and how do you manage the process? Yeah. So, um, you know, each each partnership is completely different. Right. So Dolly Parton was a very special one. You can see the NFT uh, behind uh, my uh, my computer there. Uh, Dolly, you know, was special because we were the super sponsor of South by Southwest. And so we really wanted to do something innovative and new, uh, in the Web3 space. And, you know, South by is known for live music, uh, films. And so, and, and a convergence of tech. And so by bringing Dolly Parton in, um, and NFTing her album, uh, streaming her show with uh, James Patterson. She had just written a book called Run, Rose, Run. So we NFT'd that album and the book. Uh, and then we streamed the show on the blockchain. Uh, and it was, you know, it was a good learning experience. Everything that Fox and BCL is doing is really working with big brands and big IP. That's the consistent theme of trying to get mass adoption into Web3. So if you look at WWE, SmackDown, you know, we're helping them in the Web3 space, the Mass Singer, which is the number one reality TV show. Uh, we're helping them in the Web3 space. And it's really all about our theme is to get the waitress in Wisconsin to understand what a token is and why they should buy one to get special premium access. Yeah, I love that. So is, is, the, is the issue, do you think, education or is it actually products with smoother on-ramps, in your opinion? Um, so I think it's a little bit of both, right? So uh, 
I mean, I definitely don't think SBF is helping and when people read about that, <laughs> but I would say it's the education, right? Um, you know, John, you talk about this a lot on LinkedIn. Like, I think NFTs entered a space where it, it was cartoon PFPs and we're moving away from that into a more premium access fan pass loyalty pass. And so now with WWE, you know, if you're a NFT holder, you potentially could be able to meet with the undertaker. You're going to be able to have Zoom meetings with, you know, certain writers and things like that. So really peeling back the, um, you know, the opportunity to, to give fans more access and give them more control and, and almost have a say of what happens, um, you know, in their favorite programming. Incredible. Well, Sean, you launched Crapopolis, which I'm a huge fan of. I've been on to co-host spaces with you and your team uh, from BCL, Blockchain Creative Labs. I mean, it's really a game changer. You're in, I believe, second season of this cartoon, which hasn't even come out yet, or it was picked up for a second season, which is mind-blowing by the, you know, the brilliant creator of Rick and Morty. Uh, so tell us about that. What was that process like? to have Fox approve launching Crapopolis as an NFT drop and building community and dealing with the crazy DGENs in our space, which I am one of. Take us through that journey. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a fun journey. Uh, <laughs> it's been a learning. Uh, DGENs are, you know, definitely a, a, an interesting group. Um, but, you know, Fox has a history of always being innovative. They, uh, we were the first people to taught America how to text via American Idol. So with Ryan Seacrest telling people, pull out your phone, text for your favorite contestant really ushered in kind of a new era of texting. And so we're trying to do the same thing with Web3. And, uh, we have this great show, Crapopolis, Dan Harmon, co-creator of Rick and Morty, um, and so we were talking like, what if you could own a piece of the Simpsons? Like it was 1990 and it was, you know, and, and you could own a piece of the Simpsons. You could have voting rights. If Bart were to hit something, you know, over the head, either Homer or, you know, somebody like it may, it makes the viewer go from a passive viewer to an interactive viewer and having a say and a voice in, in the IP that they're, you know, giving their time to. And so they should have a say in, in this. And so, um, you know, Fox was all in on it. Crapopolis, we launched as a 10,000 PFP. It's done extremely well. The community is growing daily. The show hasn't even launched yet. We just launched the Shopify where, you know, every day, um, if you own a NFT, it lays a egg, um, in your wallet, and then you can use those eggs to purchase things for your chicken um, digitally and then also in real life. So uh, we're excited about it. Dan, you know, Harmon's all about it. He uh, he showed up for a conference. Um, I think it was NYC NFT. He he uh, if you were a NFT holder, you got to meet Dan Harmon. So, you know, being, you know, we're all about just pushing the envelope and trying to find interactive new ways to get the fans involved. Awesome. awesome. That's awesome. I'd love to see that for like scripted TV as well, you know, with real people. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, be very cool. You know, I know. I John's, so. John's not a big fan of the cartoon. No, but show. I. But, <laughs> but the reason why I mentioned that is because he also because he also created Community with Joel McHale, which was an That's amazing right. show. That's right. That's why I say that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there would be some cool opportunities. And obviously, Sean coming from the stand-up comedy world, yep. I think there's some, probably some really cool stuff. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge Saturday Night Live fan. I love like improv comedy. And like I think there's some, probably some really cool stuff you could do in that space. Agreed. I think in five, seven years, you know, just like how there's websites and social media on on television, you know, telling people to go to SNL, at SNL.com or, you know, their social media handle – you're gonna, there's going to be a QR code that gets you a free pass to something, and then you'd be able to purchase a premium, um, you know, token that gives you access to Saturday Night Live behind the scenes, certain things like that. I mean, one thing you know about Saturday Night Live, I mean, they cut a lot of the sketches. A lot of them get cut. That's right. And it would be awesome to see them because sometimes even the cast are like, those were actually way funnier than what it made it there, you know? Yep. So I just think there's just like cool yeah, that options. fan pass, you'd be able to access all that content. Yeah. yeah. Hello, everyone. This is John and Justin from NFT Heat. We're so excited to announce we partnered with Memento. If you're an influencer or creator, hop on Memento. You can monetize your content as digital collectibles for free. Do it now. Super so, cool. So, Sean, so I was just at CES, and we met with some big brands. And, you know, a lot of these Web2 brands are still super, super resistant about entering Web3 for various reasons, but they want to get in. So, like, if a brand is looking to get into the space, like how would they partner with BCL right now? What are those immediate opportunities right now you see in 2023 for those brands? Yeah. So the immediate thing that any brand who's interested in web two, I mean, in web three should do is call me like ASAP, like call me, email me because we have an opportunity to really be a safe bridge to get them into the web three space. So, you know, we are working with some of the best in class IP Tier one content from Dan Harmon's Crapopolis to WWE Smackdown, the Mass Singer, the USFL, which is the spring football league. Uh, and so, you know, there's opportunities for brands to partner and we're looking openly looking for collaborations. And so we're looking for brands who are like, Hey, we don't know this web three space. We don't want, you know, we don't want to go full in. We want to dip our toe. There's no safer opportunity than partnering with Fox, which is a tried and true, uh, true company. And then some legacy content that we have, um, in the IP that we're working with. Love it. What's, uh, what's coming up for BCL? Any new shows or projects you can mention? I love my alpha. So any leaks would be very much appreciated. Yeah, so I can't leak anything. Otherwise, I'd lose my job um, <laughs> because, you know, Fox, Fox lawyers would be all over this. Um, but I will say that we're going to be releasing some new and exciting um, uh, features for the Mass Singer and WWE this spring. And then we're going to be releasing something very exciting. It's very hush-hush right now, but I think it's going to be a game changer sometime either in the summer or the fall. Wow. Incredible. That's amazing. Yeah. All right. So, Sean, where do people find you on social media? Fox, Blockchain, Career Labs. Where, where can they, they, they access? Because like you just said, everybody needs to reach out to you if they're a big Web2 brand looking to get in space. So, Yeah. So uh, on social media for Blockchain Creative Labs, it's WeRBCL on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, or you could also just get us at info at bcl.xyz. For me, uh, you can find my Instagram is at Shuffy, 
or my Twitter is Sean Ullman uh, number uh, one. Sean Ullman, and it's spelled S-H-A-W-N. That's it. Yeah. Two L's, right? I love it. Yeah, two L's. Two L's. Two L's. Two L's. Well, before we let you go, Sean, we're doing this really fun thing at the end of our episodes where we actually want you to mint an NFT and we'll be able to have it live on our partner, Memento. So give us a fun one-line sentence that we can then plug into our trusty AI friend, Dali, and see what she comes up with. Okay. I, I would have to say a... Um... We got to do a crap chicken, a crapopolis chicken on a rocket headed to the moon. To the moon. To the moon. All right, Dali, <laughs> work your magic. Oh, wow. That very is awesome. Cool. That, that is, is awesome. awesome. That wow, is fantastic. Amazing. That is amazing. All right, I'm going to get get this right on Memento so that you're able to mint it. That's why we but, love Memento. You can mint this it. thing in less than 60 seconds. Look at that, and there you go incredible wow. right on memento yeah. fantastic wow this is you better beat me to it because i may mint this like asap this is a one-on-one coming from sean ullman uh from bcl so cool sean thanks so much for coming on the show this was a blast thank you guys for having me heck thank yeah you. heck yeah what what an alpha driven episode sean ullman dropping the heat dropping the alpha about blockchain creative labs wwe Crapopolis, which we're huge fans of, Dolly Parton, and all the amazing things that they're up to. Stay tuned. Next week, we'll have another NFT thought leader popping in with more alpha. In the meantime, continue learning, growing, and seeking alpha. We're, we're NFT, NFT Heat. Heat.